0: Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Theater 5 presents Miss Fran Allison in A Tale for the Nursery.
2: Yeah, Hannon speaking. Hannon? That's what I said. Uh, This is Arthur Wald at the bank. Oh, Mr. Wald. What can I do for you, Mr. Wald?
0: Uh, You know Mrs. Baxter, don't you, Hannon?
2: The nursery school lady, Mr. Wald? The one who has apartments A and B on the ground floor of Building C? That's
0: right, Hannon. Uh, I don't know if you were aware of the fact or not, but the bank encouraged Mrs. Baxter to start her nursery school.
2: I didn't know, Mr. Walt.
0: Yes. Now, as long as we were backing a large apartment development, we thought it would be a fine idea to include this nursery school. Since many of our tenants are young, you see, we reasoned that they would have young children. Uh, We even went so far as to demand a far lower rental
2: than we could have gotten elsewhere. So what are you going to do now, Mr. Walt? Give her a rent boost?
0: Of course not, Hannon, we'd be happy to let Mrs. Baxter stay on at her present rate if, uh, well, if circumstances were different. You see, uh, we've been talking over the situation here and have decided to take over the nursery school space for ourselves.
2: Uh, I don't get you, Mr. Wall.
0: Well, look at it this way, Hannon. While the Hydra National Bank owns Sky Towers, we don't have a single branch office within walking distance. Do you realize that?
2: Yeah, yeah. In fact, I've wondered about it. I bank at Atomic City myself. They have a branch just two blocks away. I'm and I am
0: not interested in your personal banking problems, Hannah.
2: Well, I'm I'm sorry, Mr. Wall. I was only thinking. It's all right, Hannah. Now, uh, I would like to get
0: on with what I have for you to do. Uh, you see, we've decided to place a branch within Sky Towers itself, but the only suitable place is already occupied by Mrs. Baxter and her nursery school. Now. We have no right to kick her out, but uh, her lease does come up for renewal at the end of next month, and we are simply not going to renew. You understand?
2: Yeah. You're not kicking her out. You're just not keeping her in. Uh,
0: Yes. Uh, you, you, You could put it that way. Now, what I want you to do is to inform Mrs. Baxter of the new situation. Be kind, but firm. I realize we may seem harsh to her, but it's a matter of the general good.
2: After all, which is more important, a bank branch or a nursery school? I don't know.
0: Well, I do. But remember, Hannon, when you give her the news, I want you to use tact. Mrs. Baxter is a rather frail little lady, and I wouldn't want her fainting or having hysterics, so on. It would reflect badly on all of us if she did. Uh, Do you think you can handle this?
2: I... I guess so, Mr. Wald. Good.
0: All right. Now, ring me back when you've done the job.
2: Done the job. Dirty jobs they leave for Jim Hannum. Use tact, he says. I'll use tact. I'll tell the old bag to get out. That's what I'll do. And if Mr. Big Shot Wald don't like it, then he can just come here and give her the news himself. I'll fix him and his tact.
3: dears, keep your hands joined and don't break the circle. My fair lady. Now, didn't we have (laughs) All right, children, now let's be quiet, please. It's story time. You know the story we're going to hear today? Well, it's all about a little boy named Jack and some wonderful beans he bought do any of us know how he bought the beans? Why, he sold his mother's cow. And his mother did it like that, did she? And we can't really blame her, can we? It was a very fine cow.
2: Mrs. Baxter? I have to see you for a minute.
3: Now, Mr. Hannon, we mustn't interrupt. That's a lesson we all must learn, isn't it, children? But this is important. Nothing is more important than our manners, Mr. Hannon.
2: I have to see you.
3: If you say so, Mr. Hannon. Mr. Hannon and I are going out in the hall, children. I'm sure we'll all sit quietly until I return. Mr. Hannon, what is it that's so important that it makes us forget our manners in front of the little ones? If we expect children to mind their manners, we must always mind our own, don't you think?
2: What I wanted to talk to you about was your lease.
3: Oh, yes. We have been a long time in answering my letter, haven't we? I assume that nice young man, Mr. Wall, wanted you to bring the good news in person.
2: Good news? About
3: lowering my rent. As I wrote him, it is so... Difficult for us to have all the lovely equipment that we want our children to play with. I know that the bank wants our school to be the very finest. And such a small rent decrease would make such a big difference. Well, that
2: wasn't it, Mrs. Baxter.
3: Uh, No. Well, if we can't see our way to a reduction, I suppose we can't. We'll make the best of it, Mr. Hannon. Though it would have been lovely. I could have done so much. However, it was nice of you to come all the way over here to tell me your yourself. The building's
2: not going to renew your lease, Mrs. Baxter. The building's what? We're not going to renew. You see, the bank needs this space. They want to put up a branch here. They asked me to tell you rather than just sending you a letter. They're sorry, but... A new branch.
3: But they can't. The children need this school. They need it.
2: Well, yeah, well, I guess the bank figures that it needs the branch. And since they own the project... Oh, I know all of that, but we must have our school. Perhaps I talk to Mr. Wall himself. Oh, no, no, no. That wouldn't do any good. When they make up their minds downtown, they make up their minds. And anyway, if if he felt like talking to you, why would he ask me to handle it?
3: Well, then I won't. But you may tell your, Mr. Wall, that we are not giving up our school. Indeed, the children and I expect to be here for some time.
2: Look, lady, it won't do you no good.
3: Any good, Mr. Hannon, any good. And there's no need to become unpleasant. Unpleasantness never helps. Just relay my message to Mr. Wall, please.
2: Yeah, sure, Mrs. Baxter. I'll tell him. I'll tell him, all right.
1: Children?
3: Children? That's better. Now we can all hear. Before we go on with our story time, dears, I have something to ask you. How many of you love your nursery school? Put up your hands. All of you, that's wonderful, because I love you too. But children, we may not be here for very long this building is owned by a bank dears and the bank wants the space that our little nursery school has and so they want us all to leave you wouldn't like that would you darlings i don't think your mommies would like it either so here's what we're to do When we go home today, I'll give each of us a note telling our mommies how we feel and asking our mommies to make big signs to carry up and down in front of the buildings. Do you know what? This is like magic, because when the nice people at the bank see the signs your mothers will all carry, they may decide to keep our school after all. Well, now to our story time. Remember the little boy named Jack who bought some wonderful beans with his money.
2: Mrs. Rayburn, yeah. Well, how should I know where you can get a babysitter after the school shuts down? Well, I didn't order the nursery school to close. All right, so tell your husband to stop his account with the bank. What should I do? About... Oh, look, Mrs. Rayburn, I gotta hang up. There's someone at my door. I. Yeah, yeah, goodbye, Mrs. Rayburn. What's going on here, Hannon? I don't. I don't know, Mr. Wall. Well, you're a superintendent.
0: It's your business to know. Everywhere I look, I see women with signs, even downtown, at the main office of the bank. There are pickets. It's disgusting, Henry.
2: I know, but it's the ladies. They don't like the idea of the school closing down. They keep calling me all the time, Mr. Wall, even Mrs. Fields. Mrs.
0: Fields, Mrs. Fields, what do I care about your Mrs. Fields? Didn't you tell everyone that we've already made our decision? Yes, sir. And that there is no use complaining? Yes, Mr.
2: Wall. Well, then, what happened? Well, you see, Mrs. Baxter, she told the children and they told their mothers. And now there are these pickets. I'll talk to Mrs. Baxter, Hannon. Yeah, you do that and I... Oh, they're phony. Yeah. Yes, Mrs. Merlot. I... Yeah, I know how you feel about it, but I... Well, hold on, just... Mr. Wall, where are you going? Look, Mr. I... Yeah. Yes, Mrs. Merlitt. Well, what do you want me to do, Mrs.
3: We shouldn't lose our temper, Mr. Ball, should we? What would the children think if they were here?
0: We've been talking for more than an hour, Mrs. Baxter. I am a busy man. I cannot waste all day.
3: I know you're busy, Mr. Wall, and the afternoon session is due to begin in just a few minutes, so we will be busy too. Why don't we stop being so stubborn? If your bank will give me just... Slight rent decrease. I'll give them a nursery school they can really be proud of.
0: But you can't stay here, don't you understand?
3: Now, now Mr. Wall, we mustn't use words like can't. Of course, we're going to stay.
0: I, I give up. I give up. I absolutely give up.
3: Such <laughs> a sweet young man. It's a pity he's so excitable. <laughs>
4: Yes, sir. Walt, you're an idiot. Sir? A complete and utter idiot. Can you tell me what's going on outside this bank? Uh, There are pickets, sir. I noticed that myself.
0: Now, just what do they think they're accomplishing out there? Have you talked to any of them? Uh, No, sir, I I didn't see any point. I I mean, Hannon, he's the building superintendent, uh, says they keep calling him all day long. They they never make any sense. No sense? Well, that's what it seems like. He says one idiotic woman, a Mrs. Fields. Mrs. Abner Fields? Yeah, I I think so, sir. That uh, idiotic
4: woman happens to be my daughter. Your, Your daughter? She happens to live at Sky Towers. She also happens to send my granddaughter to the nursery school. She is very unhappy, Wall. They are all very unhappy. Yes, sir. And what's more to the point, I am very unhappy. I woke up this morning to see this headline in the papers. The one that says, School Ma'am versus Bank. Did you happen to see it, Wall? Uh, Yes, sir. And did you read the story that goes with it? The one that begins... Her graying head bloodied but unbowed. A 95-pound nursery school principal prepared today to carry on her unequal struggle with the Hydra
0: National Bank. uh, Sir, I'm sorry, but it was your idea. What was my idea? Well, to take the ground floor from the nursery in order to put a bank branch in Sky Towers. You say that was my
4: idea? I I think so, sir. It
0: was a fine
4: idea, Walt. A tremendous idea. I rose to be head of this bank with ideas like that. The trouble was, I left it to a nincompoop to carry out. I'm sorry. Why didn't you see Mrs. Baxter yourself instead of leaving it to that incompetent Hannah? Well, I was rather busy. Nonsense. An executive uh, should never be too busy to do these jobs himself. Do you know what I'm going to do right now?
0: What are you going to do, sir?
4: I'm going to see that woman myself. That's what I should have done from the beginning. This bank cannot be a laughingstock. Not if I have anything to do
2: with it.
3: Don't like to be a bother, Mr. Granite.
4: Why, a charming lady like yourself could never be a bother, Mrs. Baxter. But I do have to admit that you put the bank in a rather embarrassing position, and our young Mr. Wald. uh, Do you remember him?
3: Oh. Yes, that nice young man.
4: Well, he feels terribly about this. As a matter of fact, he blames himself for not seeing you in the beginning.
3: I always like to see Mr. Wald, but you assure him that it wouldn't have made that much difference. We can't change our principles just because charming young men ask us to now, can we, Mr. Granite?
4: No, I suppose not. Do
3: be kind to him, Mr. Granite. I would hate to see him suffer because of this. But I know that we're always kind to our juniors, aren't
4: we? Uh, Yes, of course. Uh, But about the school. We must come to some sort of understanding.
3: Of course we must. I'm so glad you agree with me. We must make sure
4: that our children do not lose. Well, that's not exactly the solution I had in mind, Mrs. Baxter. Oh, and I thought we were going to be sensible. Uh, Mrs. Baxter, you are taking a... uh, uh, Look, you keep talking about the children of Sky Towers. Uh, You know as well as I do that... Not all of them go to the nursery.
3: A good many of them do, Mr. Granite.
4: I know that. And I also know that it's your livelihood. That is also true, Mr.
3: Granite. How beautifully we put things.
4: I'm prepared to make you an offer. An offer? I'm offering you money, Mrs. Baxter. I'm offering to buy you out. I'll give you enough money to live on for the next ten years. Or start a brand new school someplace else. Or do anything else you want with it. All I want from you is sympathy. Sympathy? Enough sympathy so you'll call off those ridiculous pickets and newspaper reporters. Oh,
3: I couldn't do that, though. As a matter of fact, there are two reporters on their way here right now. I must remember to tell them about your generous what? offer. You, but you
4: wouldn't do that.
3: Oh, yes, I would, Mr. Granite. When we fight for our young, we women must use every weapon we have. But
4: I'll, I'll, I'll deny it.
3: Now, 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 we're far too big to tell fibs. We'll only get caught in the end.
4: Yes, yes, I suppose we only would.
3: You are really a very shrewd man, Mr. Granite. You decided that since I am a widow and have no money except what I put into the school, I'd be mainly interested in how I was going to live in case the school closed down.
4: The thought had crossed my mind.
3: And do you know something? You were right. Why, if Mr. Hannon or Mr. Wall had made that offer to me in the beginning, I'd have... Oh, what's that expression? Snapped... snapped it up. Yes? I'd have snapped it up. But strangely enough, that's not true anymore.
4: What is true?
3: Well, I know what people think about me, that I'm a silly little lady who lives in a nursery rhyme world, and perhaps they're right. But when those mothers showed such faith in me by actually going out and picketing, they need me, Mr. Granite. They
4: actually
3: need me.
4: Yes, they need you. They need you as a babysitter. They use you to free themselves for a few hours a day so they can go out for lunch or play cards or shop. Some of the mothers feel that way, maybe even
3: most of them. But there are others who feel i do their children good. And what about the children themselves? No matter why they're sent here, they do get some benefit from the school, or at least I hope they do. And we mustn't let the children down, must we?
4: No, I suppose we mustn't. Then you will
3: let us stay?
4: Yes, you can stay.
3: And and the rent, will you lower it for us?
4: You drive a hard bargain, Mrs. Baxter. All right, we'll reduce the rent.
3: Oh, I am so pleased, and
4: Melissa will be too. Well, what has my granddaughter got to do with this? Oh,
3: nothing, except that I would have hated to tell her that she was right after all, that her favorite grandfather was really a big ogre. You, you wouldn't have... Only if I had to, Mr. Granite, and only in a good cause. For instance, if we should change our mind after we got back to our nice big office... Oh! We don't seem well, Mr. Granite. May I get us some tea? Uh, uh, uh,
4: Mrs. Baxter, you wouldn't consider letting someone else run your school, would you?
3: Why, Mr. Granite, whatever gave you that idea...
4: I just thought that you might like to take over Mr. Wall's job at the bank.
1: Five has presented A Tale for the Nursery, written by Mort Golding, produced and directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast, Fran Allison, Elliot Reed, John Griggs, and George Petrie. Audio engineers Marty Folia and Neil Pults. Sound technician Ed Blaney. Script editor Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastotsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking.